0: So suave, you sent me some shit. I'm reading here for the first time. Uh-huh. And it says WWE made $40 million $40 million by booking Goldberg to defeat Fiend.
1: Cause I didn't I couldn't believe this shit when I read it. And I was like, "Nah, I can't I can't be the only one that sees this shit. I, I got to send this to somebody has to feel me on
0: this." Pause. Okay, so for impact Yeah, I want to say this again not the 20 year anniversary either not to be confused with the company based out of Nashville (laughs) damn damn owl yeah fuck that owl Uh, WWE made 40 million dollars by booking Goldberg to defeat The Fiend how so well glad you asked at WWE Super Slowdown Super Showdown <laughs> 2020.
1: The tipping old faux foes, <laughs> wrapped in faux foes.
0: WWE Hall of Famer Goldberg defeated The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, to win the Universal Championship for the second time in his career, which subsequently ended The Fiend's second reign as WWE Champion. I digress.
1: I, I Check the it, second. It Wait, No, that was his first reign.
0: No, the second one. People don't remember the first one.
1: The Fiend. Had one ring. Oh, I know what you're talking
0: oh, about. Oh, oh, that's right. Because we almost, we almost got outside with a belt for the Fiend. That's uh-huh. right. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Wait, uh-huh. yep. Good, good call there, sir.
1: Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what us. What I'm here for. Here's my question, though. <laughs> yeah does it does it feel weird to acknowledge Goldberg as a WWE Hall of Famer, considering what his WWE career consists of?
0: Yes simply because it's also the same weird of Sting. Facts. Sting's best appearances for the WWE were his debut and his last match. Damn. Not
1: even Wrestlemania. Yeah, Wrestlemania was a... That was an ego stroke. It was a spectacle. Yeah, it was a spectacle and an
0: ego stroke. But... The debut, I I remember that my excitement. I was a kid again for a brief moment in time. I was a kid again when he when he debuted the Survivor Series,
1: and then subsequently on the next night on Raw. I mean, same shit because I was up in the... not in the cheap seats, but I was up higher than I'm normally used
0: to. And you out, you was like yeah yeah yeah
1: <laughs> that type of shit. I was like oh oh turn the fuck up then, because <laughs> you know the higher you sit in an arena, the more. The more reckless the comments get.
0: Oh man, that was that was me at Mania 25. I was three rows from the fucking roof.
1: <laughs> you see what I'm saying? The, the lower the ticket price, the lower the face value of the ticket price, the more reckless the comments get. So it's like it's almost like Twitter. If you keep it surface level or you're real close to the ring,
0: that's
1: that's big money and bullshit talk.
0: And then when but you're when you're in an actual arena versus a stadium, right. You're, oh, that's, I, I, that's, that's really, it's really prime seating because as you go up the distance to the ring isn't as proportionate as one would think. It actually right. appears closer because you get a right. better view from the from the overhead. It's, it's level. It literally is levels to this.
1: It's, it's levels to it. And, and for those who don't know, when you come to DFW and you happen to go to any wrestling event or any event at Cowboy Stadium, there's literally, because of the way it's set up, there is no bad seat. Oof.
0: That's a... <laughs> Ooh, that's a hell of that's a hell of a charge right there, brother. Like you're just inviting people to go in there and do dumb shit. I
1: mean, y'all can go in there and do what you want to. I'm not gonna be fucking with everybody when I go. It's either gonna be in a suite, right, up top <laughs> where I'm not bothered. Or motherfucking down, down, down low, the, three,
0: three, where, and four <laughs> rows, the sweet, the sweet spot where, at some point, that's elevated, where the, where,
1: the rich, where the rich shit talk go on, <laughs> the, the but, side betting. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm see. That's where the side betting go. That's the side betting section. There you go. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah we gonna put that into rotation. Don't ask me but, how I know. <laughs> back, back to this forty million though. We should be, we should side bet at a pay per view.
0: We, we should we should
1: get some randos at a pay per view. I side about to say bedding. that's
0: the most sports entertainment shit ever. Me and you start yeah. side betting, then include the na- the Yahoo, be like,
1: be like <laughs> motherfuck DraftKings. We got this shit covered right here.
0: <laughs> get a copy no, but
1: but but not <laughs> don't fuck DraftKings. I'm pretty sure they might have some money for us.
0: Uh, I mean, soon. I mean, the colors, <laughs> just <laughs> the <I> colors, was... <laughs>
1: Duke, the colors. Back so, to this forty million though.
0: Alright, so on the Strictly Business podcast Former WCW president Eric Bischoff noted That the wrestling business is all about money And WWE made the right decision In February of 2020 First thing I don't agree with Quote I can give you about 39,999,000 reasons Why that was a decent idea It was all about business It was all business $40 $40 million and I know what wrestling fans are thinking oh my god, it's all about the money. Yes, ladies and gentlemen It's all about the money You're sure going to you're going to give the customer what the customer wants for 40 million dollars You're the chairman of the board of a publicly traded a publicly held company. Are you going to have to answer? to your shareholders because you turned down 40 fucking million dollars because you didn't want a character to lose 40 million dollars, that's a class action lawsuit. You gotta do what you gotta do. If a character is strong, and Bray was, that loss isn't going to matter. A strong character can take a loss. Now granted, that character is a very unique character, had to be handled in a very unique way, but it could have been possible to do it. Let's assume that loss to Bill Goldberg for the sake of argument in Saudi absolutely caused Bray Wyatt to hit a roadblock. Brick wall boom crash does that cost you more than 40 million dollars the answer to that question sir is yes <laughs> yeah it it, it, it ultimately did the last time we saw bray wyatt was at wrestlemania in 2020 correct mm, is that 20 or 21. it wasn't last year last year was outside Was it last year? Yeah, twenty. So if the last last year he showed up at WrestleMania was twenty twenty, and the last time we saw him in a WWE ring was on Monday Night Raw the day after Mania, when he hit the She Gone. Wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. So wait, Goldberg becoming champ—that's the setup to thirty-seven.
0: Are we certain? 38 was what
1: 38 was issue. so 36 36 i was finna say that that didn't yeah okay cuz thir- 35 was was actually still outside 36 was where they had to basically find something for him to do and John Cena was it but you didn't get an actual match no that was so uh, yeah.
0: no no 20 2020 was the uh, was the same year Undertaker and AJ went into it in at the in the uh at the which that was cool right, so that's 36 okay but so uh, who did see face? Cena face. At, 30, t- at 36, the fiend. That's the Firefly. Yeah, yeah, house. yeah, yeah. So my thing is this. Does it cost more than uh, cost you $40 million? Easy. If yes. the last time we saw the fiend was the day after Mania and he was he was on the He was on the way to murdering John Cena's merchandise. Dollar wise. <clears throat> Facts. Fuck yes. That's two. We're talking two years and the the lockdown like they they put an end to it not long after that
1: i mean the the loss to goldbergs just started a a downward slope avalanche of poor booking choices knowing like we broke down some of the mathematics on his merch in 2019 when he debuted we're like oh shit, the master selling everybody wanted one for halloween Then he became champ. The replica belt was faux hundo. (laughs) And people was buying him. Every shirt he dropped sold out. The Firefly Funhouse stuff, the Fiend stuff. like He was a juggernaut of merchandise. Not to mention, he was the coolest character you had debuted in a
0: long time. He was your new generation Undertaker. It's hard to believe, fam. This fool debuted at SummerSlam 2019.
1: Walked Finn down and was the coolest shit on television.
0: Twenty nineteen,
1: everybody was excited. Now we at twenty twenty two. He's no longer with the company, and TV ratings are in shambles. Yes, as a whole, you're making more money, but people are less interested in the product.
0: And I stand corrected. It was twenty one. As the last time you saw him, we saw. Yeah.
1: Yeah yep because he he had the match with orton at 20 30 uh, uh, 30 37. yep yeah and which but, started <laughs> you crippled alexa bliss with the booking of the fiend bro she, you feel what i'm saying like you killed two birds with that 40 million dollar stone
0: <laughs> hope it was worth it cuz
1: right and i i, un- I totally understand Bischoff's point of view saying you have a line item that says for this one event taking place i made 40 million dollars how much did you lose in merchandising because of course you can't say revenue because the tv deals they came in and around the same
0: situations like ah, right, you good there's and let's keep it not hurting let's keep it a hundred thousand do it eric bischoff has a bigger dog in the fight and mike that he has with Wyndham Rotunda. So let's not talk about how fight the uh, how how big that uh the, the the dog is with Goldberg in his fight.
1: But I'm I li- get li- literally it. I, his I get
0: creation. So he's going to cap for his guy. I I I, I and I, and I'm with you too. I understand where he's coming from, but long term if you turn the corner and actually do what I got God forbid I say this. You actually do what the people wanted you to do with Bray Wyatt. You'd have got that 40 how many times over. In spades, you could have had a a printing press with just Bray Wyatt's face on the bills.
1: Like, I don't think it's an understatement to say that character-wise you had the modern day Undertaker. That was it. everybody felt that. Everybody had that same energy. He had like stadium level entrance, um, dope music, ridiculous presentation like everything about what was going on was that was your crossover like that was your you had so many different things that you could have done with him involving people from outside like he was he was a rob zombie project waiting to happen
0: he he, he's literally trying to become the next rob zombie by doing what i'm saying like getting wwe films yeah
1: like okay there's your 40 if he gets a fucking horror movie through WWE Films, like we're we're having a completely different
0: conversation. The catalog, a, the catalog, a, a stri- gets, the movie catalog isn't even on Peacock yet. There's straight a
1: straight to network horror film starring the fiend, directed by Rob Zombie. Tell me we can't get outside with that. And I'm seeing- so is either you either taking the Fast Forty from Saudi or you gonna play the long game with with the fiend now obviously because of different stuff we keep hearing about how he's so hard to work with uh, Physically wasn't up to his previous level. They had questions about his work all this shit I don't necessarily believe to be true, but Take take it with a grain of salt now What did it cost you how much different is? WWE now as compared to February 2020.
0: Oh man. Is it better or is it worse? Uh, here it's I say it's stock even. I say we're stock even. But here's the problem. If Fiend were still there, we're stock up. Because now I mean, we have because, okay. because now we have more conversation for Roman. Oh, but, by the way, this is your daily acknowledgement.
1: Okay, but when I say February 2020, you realize we're also coming off of the Royal Rumble 2020, where Edge redebuted, debuted Drew, Drew had his defining moment. I don't think The Fiend was anywhere to be she, found as Fiend, far as the Royal Fiend, Rumble was concerned. Fiend,
0: Fiend was on a tear. I'm, I'm looking at, uh, looking at uh, matches right now. Going back to Crown Fool 2019, the fiend or bray wyatt won every match up until super slowdown
1: 2020 which, which let's let's keep it a thigh out, thigh out the 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 snowball rolling downhill goes back to the shit where i i keep harping on it hell in a cell 2019 is where you completely roll the ball down the hill and just said fuck it whatever happens happens <laughs> you had the second <laughs> second consecutive year with Hell in a Cell ending in a no, no contest,
0: contest.
1: <laughs> the match that has literally no rules for you to break and a cage just supposed to keep everybody out and everybody in even though we know better and you had a no contest not one but two years straight boy,
2: and we gonna boy, talk boy. about
1: be passing up 40 overseas like what are we gonna fix domestically have we been doing our job to the fullest of our mental capabilities domestically? That forty don't even really register.
0: We're, it's just play money. It's sneaker money. We're, we're literally just we're and we're the forty I'm talking about is just this side of the world. It, we we don't even spend the money.
1: I, <laughs> I, I, I get I get what Bischoff means. I get what he's getting at. I understand
0: it completely i respectfully disagree with his take
1: right just for real i respectfully disagree i feel like you've you've sacrificed a whole lot in audience in equity with your audience by making rash decisions based solely on money which begs this question this is just the one we know about how many other Really poor booking decisions were influenced by someone else's pocket.
0: Um, uh, really poor though. So I want you, I want you to analyze that. Give me some some bad booking choices that happened in Saudi.
1: Goldberg over Lashley. <laughs> Go- Goldberg and the Undertaker.
0: Now that one was that's probably the worst one of all time.
1: That's just poor execution. The booking wasn't bad. It's just those two people were not supposed to be in the ring together doing that.
0: Yeah, this is just somebody behind the, the joystick on create, create a rest or go create a match mode and
1: facts. Um, <laughs> oh, um, Roman Roman versus Lesnar with the in cage the, finish. The
0: cage? Yeah, boy. Yeah, that was that was definitely bad. <laughs>
1: These are literally off the top of my head. These are not even. We're not pulling up match cards.
0: Greatest Royal Rumble.
1: Uh, I mean, that's something to entertain the people. But that's think, what we made. hold up. on, hold
0: on. But money though. Think about how much money you spent to make that happen. Fifty people in the in a, in a Royal Rumble style match. You got to create a belt for the shit. And I mean, and you damn near kill or oh, not. You you don't, but a wrestler damn near dies. Uh, in the Titus. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, one
1: extra step we having a whole different conversation. <laughs> so, OK, with that, that's one of those. I feel like, OK, yeah, you're going to pay the talent. You you took 50 talents over there. So or you took more than 50 because you needed 50 for the for the actual ultimate Royal Rumble or whatever we're going to refer to it as and whoever else was wrestling. That one I don't see is just bad. Booking is just like, uh, h- how do you make this to work? Like it's fifty people, it's a Royal Rumble. You're gonna get a belt made. They pick somebody to win. I don't think you were gonna be upset no matter who won. Mansoor could have won it and we'd be like, "All right, I'm not. I'm no more excited about this shit than I was before." Here, take this trophy belt and take it home. Put it on your wall. Yeah. You'll never see it again.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
1: Well, uh, you probably had to put up some pull up some match cards for me to be like, "Okay, the rest of this shit is terrible." Oh. Saudi, you're talking about
0: Saudi Arabia match cards.
1: Yeah, why do I feel like uh, Rollins and the Fiend happened like right after that?
0: Right after. What? Right at,
1: Right after Hell in a Cell 2019 because they did. It was a makeup call.
0: Let's see here. So the Fiend
1: ended up winning the title in Saudi in some type of Falls County anywhere goofy ass match, and but the but but the steam was off of it. It's like you you kill the excitement and you. Basically, pump the brakes. Falls count anywhere at Crown Fool Bow. See what I'm saying? Whole lot choppers on your head. <laughs> that's another one. And that and that's that's really because that's a makeup call because you made a poor decision the pay per view before that. And that's domestically. What else was fucked up over there? Because
0: there's always something. Well, the whole the whole shit was they started going over there in 2018 after the killing of uh, Jamal Khashoggi and then there's that (laughs) so like now like we already know everything we watch over there it has this blood on it
1: and we leaving
0: people on the ground (laughs) we, we don't
1: even have to get into how fucked up the entire relationship of going back and forth is we just dealing with poor booking decisions because somebody has financial influence over the card yeah like so basically you can make anything happen with you know 40 mil so if we just got an elon musk ear and said you know what i think sammy Zayn should be champion we can buy that
0: so we've got one two three four five six this year will be the eighth event WWE and Saudi since twenty eight uh since twenty eighteen.
1: Okay. Oh, another one. Uh Strowman didn't beat Lesnar when that's what twenty seventeen? When uh, um when Roman when Roman had to drop the title due to his um um to leukemia coming back.
0: Well no, that that wasn't in uh Saudi. They
1: did have a match in Saudi. Uh Le- Lesnar
0: versus versus um Strowman. Oh, Lesnar. Okay, I thought you were talking about uh, uh, Roman versus uh, Strowman. No no no, no, no,
3: no,
0: Actually, Strowman. So I'm, let's go through all of them. See, so Strowman won the very first fifty-man Royal Rumble by eliminating Big Cass, and you can't teach that.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> whoopity doo.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Neither one of them are there to talk about it.
0: Uh how would you how would you put this one on the money train? Uh DX versus the Brothers of Destruction. It
1: was just enough Somebody paid for it. I don't necessarily think you fucked off anything long term because everybody involved with that match was either retired or right next to it. Okay. Like retired or three doors down.
0: Yeah, that that was the one that had uh, Strowman versus Lesnar. That shit lasted like three minutes.
1: Yeah, like it was a complete. You didn't even get the car wreck of a match. You thought you were gonna get like that was your other opportunity to, to crown Strowman. As if as if you didn't have a whole lot of. Was anyway. that that wasn't to slow your ass down? Match was it? No, that's no mercy. Twenty seventeen. <laughs> I will never. Th- that's a sleeper ass pay per view on the cool because that's Cena versus Roman. That's uh, Lesnar and Strowman and it's a lot it's a lot of cool shit on that card but yeah that that right hook that almost slow your big the ass down <laughs> say say listen
0: listen to me when I talk to you oh man alcohol But well, listen while, while you can still hear me well we we I don't want to turn this whole show into a damn Saudi fest but uh I mean it,
1: it's good to have that conversation on financials cause you know Eric got way out there on that
0: yeah yeah, twenty with twenty well, some odd, twenty uh, some odd minutes later. Welcome to the Broken Pencil Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast and Radio Show, infused with hip hop. I am Wood, made daily
1: <laughs> with organic, farm to table, localized, neuralized, sterilized, scotch guarded for twenty twenty repellent. Available online, shipped via Amazon. Not available on Sundays. But now? Available on thebeastradio.com. Broken pencil logic. You stay classy, Internet. I'm Suave Burgundy.
0: Yeah, man. We made it through the holidays. or holiday. Hotter than fish grease in the air. Fam. Make this shit stop. The, the devil said... I'm coming, up, coming over for Burr. <laughs> Bruh, I'm so irritated. The entire country, it seems like it's going through a goddamn heat wave. And, it's like uh, a heat
2: wave.
0: I, my wife, my so wife cool. and I were even checking out houses in, uh, in North Carolina. And this whole week, they're looking at uh, mid to high 90s with thunderstorms every day
1: mid to high 90s plus thunderstorms?
0: No, thank you. <laughs> Sm-
1: somebody's, somebody's brewing <laughs> bathtub tornadoes. <laughs> this motherfucker's outside of the cotton gin trying to get a whole, <laughs> a whole
0: national disaster cranked Do not up. take a shower with your air conditioner on and that shit. <laughs> and your windows open because you bought the <laughs> It looks like a tornado Man, whipped sorry. through here. Yeah, it did. Yeah. <laughs> it really did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't worry, it's like a bus. Another one will be, be through this bitch in 15 minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Today is Friday, July 8th. Yeah, by Lord. Yeah, by Lord. I said, Yeah, by Lord. Yeah, by Lord. 20 and 22. Amen. Yo, Shane Taylor is in town tonight. Gang. And uh, he's taking on the real Mike Bennett. You know, mm. A lot of fucking gang shit. You, you know It's unfortunate for Mike. You know Shane holding two belts. The Red River Championship and the VIP World Championship. He's, As uh, he should ho- ho- holding those things down because that's what gangs do. They they hold mm. shit down.
1: Yeah, I have absolutely no no problems with that whatsoever.
0: I want you to hear this fucking promo though oh i have
1: heard that i I know what you're about to play me and it's fucking fantastic
0: yeah this 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 is the sad reality of the internet uh the internet era is the fact that everybody can watch everything but because it's so readily accessible things fly under the radar oh this one this one
2: in 15 years of doing this it is rare that i get first July 8th, Bedford, Texas, for the Red River Championship. It is the baddest of all time, Shane Taylor, against the real Mike Bennett. Mike, I'm proud of you. For everything you have overcome in life, I am proud of you. You have turned this Boston Strong-style ideology into a real-life Rocky story. Telling the average person that if they just keep fighting, They can overcome anything. The problem is you are lying to these people, Mike. The average person is not you. They don't look the way you do. Their wife doesn't look the way that yours looks. The average person, Mike, is a coward. The average person will sit there and bitch about their life. They will bitch on social media and they will do nothing to change it. You know what they do, Mike? They look at people like you. They look at people like me and they hope we change the things for them. They hope we change their lives for them. And all they're going to do is watch us fail. All they're going to do is sit back and wait to see if we're successful. Mike. Because the only thing that a coward loves more than doing nothing is watching a brave man fall. Unfortunately, I'm gonna give them what they wanna see. Because the heart and soul of Boston Strong Style falls at the hands of the baddest of all time. A whole lot of fucking gang
3: shit.
0: I'd like to send my condolences <laughs> to Mike Bennett's jawline. Oh, man. Maria, I really hope you have your life insurance in order for Mike.
1: You guys should work on hand signals because he might be not be able to speak for a while. Lloyds of on,
0: London on line three, please. Get get
1: hand signals down. Uh, see not, if you can't get a dry erase board. Not to be confused with gang signs. No, no, no. No, 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 no. We need, like, <laughs> baseball third base coach signs. <laughs>
0: Yeah, um, it's, it's it's really
1: just asking. Do you want which uh, flavor tea do you want, and do you want it hot or warm?
0: I don't even know, bro. Uh, I, I really, I really don't know what's going to happen to Mike, other than get his jaw tapped. That's what's going to happen. The 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 most shivering of forearms in Shake. pro wrestling history are possessed by the baddest of them all Shane Taylor he's gang so we not picking nobody else
1: we're not even capping on the fact like, that nah. he's gang no we're not and, and there's no cap about Mike Bennett knows what he's in for uh, I'm not so he sure does. I'm not so not too sure about that suave <laughs> he's seen the film and I say no here's the thing it's the system. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah
1: go tap the trigger
3: here's the thing
1: it's the suspension of disbelief you've seen all the footage you've seen a a lot of matches because you've done your homework and trying to figure stuff out and you know how this goes for everybody else but you think you're different and because you think you're different you'll actually put yourself in harm's way to prove that you are different just to
0: end up the same Good luck with that. It's not it's not going to work out for you like you think. Before we dig too deep into the uh into the agenda. We have another internet entry. This one <laughs> once again, a whole lot of fucking gang shit. The fourth man, Ron Murray. A hey. You heard it here first. When and if the street profits break up, Montez Ford he's eventually gonna be a champion like a you know big belt champion you feel what I'm saying talking clear business but uh the other dude Angelo Dawkins might be a rap for him you know we might see him wrestling at your local bingo halls you know maybe even an MLW championship like I, I can see him something like that I could see him going around or something like what's the guy Moose you know that played in the NFL and he's a champion at one of the other subsidiaries,
1: and he rebranded himself, I can see that. But yeah, man, I, I I don't think Angelo Dawkins' stock is going to trend upward. It's going to be like crime time,
0: but worse. There's actually going to be a star that comes from it though, Montez Ford. Ooh, that's a that hot take loaded. Uh, I disagree, respectfully. I think Montez Ford will be a big belt champion. He's already packing on size, um, uh, in a and a very high clip that more than what I expected. He, you know, who his body type reminds me of in terms of where he started to where he's at right now and where it looks like he's going to end up. Who that? Randy Orton. You think so? R- remember, remember how skinny Randy Orton was in two thousand two, two thousand three, or how? That's oh, of course, skinny. I do. Slim, not skinny, slim. I never would have imagined that he would have filled out and packed on that much muscle. He probably gained about 20, 30 pounds with the muscle over the over the 20 years. Uh, Montez Ford has probably added about 10 pounds just in the last year. You think it's just 10? Could be. It could be more.
1: It, it looks like somewhere in the 15 to 20 range just on upper body mass pause
0: And it is definitely upper body mass on that and i can tell you this too
1: he already had bunny hops too so if he's working oh. working legs even if he's working legs even half as much as he's doing upper bodies like yeah he might surpass orton
0: it's dangerous what he if he adds more weight to his leg workout It's dangerous what would happen to him more more dangerous to the opponent to the opponents but on the other hand Dawkins is an accomplished amateur. There is absolutely no reason to watch him suffer because one goes down. In fact, what I have seen over the last few days since Ron sent us that is both of these two campaigning for solo, for solo runs. Dawkins wants NXT run. Ford wants a WWE run. Dawkins playing chess. You know he is. You yeah, know that, he is. That
1: yeah there's no reason for you to stay on the main roster if there's a street profit split okay say it's an amicable split say it's like a draft situation where they get split
0: like Devon and bubba ray
1: that type of situation what's unless dawkins already has a new character in his hip pocket going to nxt is the move because whatever you got on your mind you can work it out there build some steam Get some reps as a as a solo competitor, then make your way back up. Do you re- otherwise otherwise you're gonna get pigeon-held into doing street profits type um, shtick, while Montez is you know he's on the loading dock for main
0: event. Do you do you repackage and rebrand Angelo Dawkins even by name, or do you keep keep the name the same and just uh, and just fine tune the, uh, the the uh, the appearance?
1: It's entirely... you too late in the game to be trying to change that man's name. Thank
0: you. I'm, I, man, I'm so I, glad you said that.
1: Now, the one of the only times you've seen an established character eventually go on and change their name was like Justin Hawk Bradshaw changing into Bradshaw, then into JBL. Yeah. But the, you, you see how long of a span that covers. That's like 96 to 06.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: So... Yeah, I don't see any, I don't see any real reason unless the character you're going to give him with that name change is like this is money on top of money.
0: What's crazy is Montez Ford has already undergone a name change. To what? No, not to what. From what? From what? Kenneth Crawford. You don't remember that? No, I don't. Yeah, he and Angelo Dawkins were known as Kenneth Crawford and Angelo Dawkins.
1: Sounds like a real estate agent. <laughs>
0: yeah, that was on NXT, but it was about a year, year and a half later. when. Yeah, um, this my,
1: is my guy from State Farm, Kenneth Crawford. <laughs> but how That's about, exactly what that
0: sounds how like. How about this, though? How about in real life, I know two Montez Fords, not not the wrestlers. That's crazy. Both from the same state, and one of them was a roommate of mine in college. Well, look at here. <laughs> This one definitely I would
1: have swore you knew more Kenneth than Montez's, but hell, here we are. <laughs> here
0: we are. <laughs> Although my mechanic is a Kenneth, but I, I digress. Oh, speaking of Kenneth, yo, hold on. Let me, let me turn this down real quick. <laughs> boy, what a segue. Boy. What a, what a dice roll. My guy, oh. Michael Dirty Bird. Yes, his real That's name's G- Kenneth, but Michael Dirty Bird heard, you know what I'm saying, came through for us. Facts. Hooked us up with the with the world premiere, which I, I was at first I was capping, but now it's real. It was actually a world premiere of the David Banner single Swangin' Chad featuring Bun Bita because bitch, Texas. <laughs> and uh, he pulled up on me last weekend. He drove 45 miles to the middle of nowhere. Parts Unknown USA to let me preview David Banner's God Box 2 to what's available to date. I've told people this, I'm gonna say it on record. This album is about 15 years overdue and still ahead of its time. Let that sit for a second
1: -er, -er. (laughs) yupper yupper i can't i can't wait to stream it you know
0: tomorrow i'm gonna do my well the album the album ain't dropping tomorrow just the the single just the single is yeah oh yeah oh yeah yeah we got yeah yeah you know you know what it is I've i've been
1: playing it from my icloud files but when i get to streaming to help run the numbers up i'm gonna get down
0: it is uh it is amazing that the uh the interaction of one Lavelle Crump, Man, A.K.A. David Banner, on social media with the uh, the Broken Pencil Gang. Shout out to him and whoever else
1: is is on his team. If it's just him doing socials, he is out here beasting.
0: As a, a lady named Regina that's involved, she wasn't involved this weekend.
1: See, you see what I'm saying? And the team, like, look, like, this that's the type of team effort that, like, gets you a vacation right after the, the release. Like, you get release week, knock that out, then take, like, a two-week vacation
0: for the team, and then get right back, right to touring. In the 90s, early 2000s, this is the shit to get you a plaque. It's kind of the kind, the kind of grassroots work that they're doing, that we're doing this kind of shit to get you a plaque and we didn't fu- we didn't ask for this neither did they it's fucking refreshing yeah this This is this is what happens when you do quality shit you do quality shit you quality get, things happen
1: right it, it gives me hope it gives me hope for a tomorrow for a better tomorrow
0: so my my fellow my fellow uh, uh, Meta Netter guy Dirty Bird I much appreciate it I appreciate the, the, the lookout the beer drinking was incredible uh, I still gotta get some more of your man's beer but for the for the time being let's let's ride out and swing with chad you know what i'm talking about Tomine. wait wait i just said that wow it came out proper too all
1: right tom on yeah <laughs> i'll right
0: <like that>. <laughs> be trying i'll be trying to help somebody
1: to help somebody
0: all right so back oh. on back on the agent day
1: i was gonna say we can roll to the next kenny because there's another kenneth out here getting oh
0: out here. boy Oh, um, Segways. They, we ain't talking about scooters in the mall. I guess I guess they killed Kenny would be the name of this episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! They killed Kenny. <laughs> you bastards. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the episode. Out of you, bastard. you bastard. bastards, you
0: bastards. <laughs> All right, <laughs> roll with it. Uh, uh, Kenneth Omega. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, <laughs> Kenny Olivier.
1: <laughs>
0: Twinkle Toes, Twinkle McFinger
1: toes. Bang. <laughs> Oh my! That's the funniest nickname ever. Like that, <laughs> that's that. You got to really, dis, really dislike a motherfucker to dig into their whole shit, situation in order to name them Twinkle Toes McFinger Bang. That's <laughs> South Park. That's that's years of South Park coming out.
0: Oh uh, man! Oh, so, that's funny as shit. So what what's old Kenneth up to now? There's a couple of things he was he was talking about recently.
1: Yeah, Kenny Kenny got outside and was like and this kind of this kind of surprised me and I, I agree. He says the uh, re- pro wrestling is getting too far away from telling stories and they're relying too much on the athleticism. Um said because most people are not nowadays are not well versed at the I guess what we would call the mental aspect of telling stories in professional wrestling, but everybody's athletic. So they just lean on that and expected to take the place of either match in-match storytelling or on television storytelling, you know, with a story arc. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with that part. Yeah, he said he he I do. I do. I feel like there are not enough stories being told. They're not being told effectively enough. And then um, he also went on to say, he I guess him thinking this way is more so because of how his rehab is going. He's like, one more major setback, he's done. I think that that might be a little dramatic because you're frustrated about rehab, but um, he's like, there's a lot of stuff when I come back, I don't even know if I'll be able to do. Meaning, like, whatever repairing they did on him
0: was fucking serious. Considering how long he's been out and having to, like, I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's healthy enough to compete. Uh, Um. When you dealing with 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 neck and spine
1: and nerve issues, you can't. It's a lot. Like you, he may really not be healthy enough to compete because that first bump is going to shock and jar a lot of shit. And yeah, you only got so many bumps on your card anyway. But then you add the jolt and the shock of you know n- nerves reacting or nerves that are pinched from someone who who knows what neck and nerve and uh, those issues feel like yes you want to be active but as an athlete there's always going to be shit that you know it's muscle memory there are things that you naturally try to do and at any point you start doubting whether or not you can do those things or you try to do them and you can't do them as effectively it changes your approach And then that's when you get hurt worse or you get you hurt something else Uh, okay I always use that price Prescott as an example for like all types of different shit but this is really really one compound fracturing your ankle you come back you don't know how the ankle is gonna work so you overcompensate and you end up with a shoulder injury you heal the shoulder injury you kind of feel better on the ankle but you have an issue where you tweak the ankle in a game. Now you're overcompensating for the tweaked ankle, still thinking about the shoulder, now the hamstring on the same leg is fucked.
0: Psycho- and psychologically, you you're, you already know you're thinking about and that ankle. You can't get out
1: your own head about any of it. So now you got three injuries when you just had one. As if the quarterback position doesn't require enough mental preparation as is, just with the X's and O's now you got to think about my ankles i'm i'm on a i'm on a repaired ankle i'd strained my calf on the same leg i also fucked my throwing shoulder up same side so now my whole right side is fucked or my whole left side is fucked either way or worse than that both my sides are fucked up at different levels And I'm trying to put up 400 yards a game,
2: <laughs>
1: so that's where I absolutely cut him slack. But like, that's that's how injuries work with athletes, and you have to get out of your own head. Kenny is used to a very, no pun intended, breakneck style. Yeah, like does, snap. He, he, every, he, everything he, is snap. Yeah, crisp he, motion. He sells hard. He he does a lot of shit. If, there's some there's some things in his game he's gonna be able to keep. Like. V-trigger, he'll be able to do that shit. He'll be fine. The one wing angel, that shit might be gone. Some of that shit just might not work. Uh he might still be able to do the the uh leapfrog rocker dropper, maybe. Mm. But like the match he had with Christian, I guarantee you will not see another one like that. Where he takes the unprettier on a chair.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think, again. I think all that extra stuff. Because remember, uh, him versus Okada, he was on that, uh, on that skinny, hard ass, unbreakable ass table they have over in Japan.
1: Right. So yeah, never again. Japan sha- Japan shaved some years off of him.
0: Well, while we're talking about Kenneth, I mean, I, I hate that we had give him this much time, but. I mean, we're on the topic, so there's that.
1: I mean, it is professional wrestling, and but we didn't even get to the main reason he got out. He got outside with uh, Jimmy Cornett again. Quote, like I I, I'm it. hoping that's not an old quote somebody pulled. Like that seems like some shit that was said a long time ago.
0: This seems like something that was that was done. It, it 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 sounds as dated as it does sound relevant for the situation because he's not in the in the public picture right now. So here it is. Quote. I think Jim Cornette has backed himself into a corner where now he's found himself. He's found this group of extremely pathetic human beings who have nothing, uh, no other thing to aspire to become, or no one to base their life off of, no one to listen to, no one to adhere to their commands. And so, when it becomes a when it became a character that he could play. As though he was still traveling up and down the strip in the Indies like back in the old days. Now he's got this group of people hanging off his every word. And all he has to do is sit and talk on a podcast with some other guy. When he realized he could make money by delivering hateful speech, he backed himself into a corner. And now, if he wants to make rent, he has to buy a fancy uh, McDonald's double cheeseburger meal. He has to talk about things that are going on to get attention and a lot of time. And that's going to be yours truly. Boy, get over yourself!
1: Right, you haven't wrestled in a year, and for those who re- listen to Cornette's two podcasts that drop every week, he hasn't mentioned him more than pass in passing in like a very long time. The fact, his, the, his,
0: the fact that Cornette won't even call him by his his wrestling name, right? <laughs> like, come on, man! But there's
1: been nothing to discuss. You've been you've been mending for like.
0: What, we're at a year now? But when is the last time Jim Cornette has actually called him Kenny Omega? I think
1: uh, maybe sort of recently, and it was because they were talking about the the video game shit. He mentioned him in a news story and they talked about the news story itself. It wasn't a defaming attack. Um, His reviews of AEW television, they're not as bad as they were like beginning of the pandemic. They talk about the stuff they like. They talk about the stuff they don't like. And That's the shit I don't like. He Yeah, that man has what, 40, 50 years of wrestling experience? You'd expect him not to be able to dissect shit? He does it, but he does it for both brands. Oof. So what's what's the real Either you want people to talk about you or you don't. Because like you could say the same thing about Meltzer. Meltzer downplays a whole bunch of shit. Um is obviously extremely irresponsible with his uh, social and civil discussions but he shoots down anybody who has anything that has the perception of negativity around AEW so everybody's doing it for a check nobody's doing this shit for free you either doing it for a check or for the pursuit of a check so what is this a situation where the participants of the wrestling industry are going to be the reason there's never a real wrestling media because now this whole generation is sensitive as fuck and and more out and just as outside as the previous generation that's the part that like don't line up we just talked about you know uh mustache guy Ended up at a, as a ride director at fucking
0: Disney. This 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 sensitivity that you're speaking of is the same sensitivity they got Jim Cornette subsequently yeah. remo- removed from NWA programming, and they haven't been the same ever since then. They actually have. They were actually on the uptick because of his commentary on a weekly free show. Uh huh. And now he's making that money
1: plus some oh, from man. the comfort of his own home. And uh, who won, who really won?
0: And the great and, and the, the crazy thing is, as we discussed on this very podcast, It's something he's been saying since the nineteen eighties. So, not to say it was right or wrong, but eighties you got nothing, nineties you got nothing, two thousands you started starting seeing some odd. Two thousand teens he wasn't even relevant. 2020s, well, no, the late teens, but not the early and mid teens. But 2020s is all about podcasting. He reinvents himself just back into wrestling on the commentary side because why the hell not? Just to pull the plug on him again? Because you got the you got
1: the MLW stint on commentary.
0: Oh yeah, I, I forgot about my my bad. And then also the ROH and the TNA shit. So, like he been, so my, he's so, been so, so, am so I'm, so I'm, he's di- I'm a, discounting some major
2: shit
1: he has had a a check a consistent check from the industry of professional wrestling at one level or another for almost a 50 piece fried hard boy like everybody you see the the shit we talk about all the time everybody wants to make shit okay when you're making money for it
0: so now leave leave him leave him be as as a character no less and that character is james e cornett
1: but this the shit he thinks for real like okay yeah (laughs) for people for people who listen to the podcast like you get a lot of wrestling breakdown you understand why things do or don't make sense you it there is a bit of a um generational gap depending on the type of wrestling you started watching first my my first brushes with wrestling are during the time he was probably making the most money as an actual manager so it's the 80s, the early 90s. So having that perception of professional wrestling, I completely understand where he's coming from when he breaks things down. And more times than not, I agree with it. Wow. Whereas somebody who might have started watching during the Monday night era or subsequently after, they may have a different view.
0: Anybody they don't. anybody who watched Cornette as their introduction uh, to his body of work during the Monday Night Wars where he had the NWA invasion and was managing the uh, the, heaven, well, uh, the Heavenly Bodies uh, the Rock and Roll Express Dan Severn you were robbed plain and simple mm-hmm. you were robbed there's way way other stuff out there if we can start we can start to catalog with
1: it's just it's strange bro like I don't I don't see where I don't see where we're gonna end up if We keep playing this game of they say something I don't like. Not untrue. I just don't like it. So we're going to try to wipe you completely off face of the earth.
0: Well, we don't have to worry about Omega and Cornette for that. I got a good one for you. What you got? Are you familiar with the wrestling entertainment series? Yeah, I am. So... Wrestling organization that was started by the AOP or the Legion of Pain. Um, this is uh, we,
1: <laughs> we went from optalop.
0: I mean, you know, out the lap, out the lop. <laughs> and uh, this is something that when I saw it, I thought this was going to be a really good thing for wrestling because, as of right now, journeymen who are passing through have gcw and after the shit that they tried to pull last well they didn't try they did pull it off last week someone damn near died almost bled out in a fucking ring uh, this would be a healthy alternative to that for people to go back and do a quick tour over in the uk over over in you know, england and you know basically in the uk and and get familiar with that area of the world again and also have fans who don't see certain stars for periods of time due to their lengthy contracts and the majors to to get familiarized with their work again and actually spend some more intimate time with these cats, right? These guys and girls. So slated for a July 9th appearance was uh, Adam Schur, CJ Perry, Lena Fanene, and Deanna Parrazzo. As well as, uh, I believe Chelsea Green was involved with this too, to some degree. Lena Fanene was apparently the first one to pull out and let's see here actually who else was on this Um, Eric Young, Big Damo, Steve Delander and Moose were apparently paid Uh, Lena Fanene ended up making only half of what she was originally agreed to up front out of the 10,000 seats that were available there were uh, less than 350 seats sold for the event also, Dean Mutati, he'll 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 play a, a key factor in the story here in a second. But uh that event's been canceled. And th- here is their notice to the general public as to the uh the whys behind the what. Quote, dear fans and followers, unfortunately we will have to cancel the event scheduled for this Saturday at the Motor Point Arena in Nottingham, England. We are deeply disappointed in the news that we have to share, but with so many talent not showing up, we have no choice but to cancel the uh, no choice than to cancel the event. Our team worked so hard on this event day in a, a day in and day out for the fans to come on come with a different type of wrestling event and believe that still will be able to show that in, in the future. We do not want to say that all ta- all of our talent that was scheduled have been paid in full, and that Lena Fanane was paid her deposit as well as she changed her mind and did not want to show up to wrestle anymore. But for now, we have to apologize uh, for this, but not promise that it will end here. See you soon. Team WES. That's rough. Uh, We probably will never see the uh, Legion of Pain again um, on big time TV. Dean Mutati has been sitting over there for a few days apparently and since the cancellation has decided to hold a free meet and greet in the same location as the event. That's some stand-up shit right there.
1: Facts. So, why do you think you'll
0: never see him on Big TV again? They're, 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 they're they were the promotion. If, if they're, oh. if they're blaming the talent for this event going south. How can how how, how can they in, in clear conscience go to another locker room and not not expect like bad shit to happen? Like professionals are professionals, and that's one thing. But you you're you're putting entire like you you're, you're putting people under the bus by basically saying that this event ain't going on because wrestlers got paid and they decided not to show up.
1: I mean, every rapper ain't a CEO or a show promoter either. So, but, but at the same time, when they go back to being a rapper, rappers fuck with them. So maybe this is just like, this is a a clear sign that, hey, we may have the money to do this. We may even have the desire. We don't have the infrastructure. So either we need to find the right people to put in place or we just need to go back to doing what we did to get this money in the first place. So we'll, we'll, you know, Paul Ellering will take us, will be with us wherever we decide to go, which it seems like a perfect situation for Jacksonville, because either you can go to Ring of Honor, and and crash out there, or you can do AEW, which is like you know one show a week, and you know three, four pay-per-views a year, get get your money together, and and live happily ever after now with talent either not showing up like they're not making the trip you can't control it if if you pay the deposit and then that person decides for whatever reason they're not going to participate nudge nudge wink wink
3: because
1: <laughs> we do we do know either from things we've seen personally or things that just are public knowledge once shit gets cranked up and if stanford finds a way to fuck with it they will stanford's petty we know this. So what is it to say? Okay, you know they they paid your ten thousand, your your ten thousand dollar you know booking fee, gave you five grand deposit, and then Stanford calls and say, well we got something for you, we'll give you forty,
0: to not go. Not go, yeah. <laughs> Sit down, don't move. Forty in an NDA. Man. Chelsea you, you Green, me? yeah, Chelsea Green took to Twitter to respond to, to the uh, to the statement. "Quote: Instead of blaming the talent who took weeks off to come to work for your new company under the impression that you could be trusted, try refunding the fans and apologizing for your lack of organization." Obviously,
1: that's that has to be coming one way or another, either by choice or by force. The refunds are going
0: to happen. I mean, it's nothing. Period. It's nothing for me to call the bank and be like, "Hey, reverse this. I'll pay a fee."
1: That's why you buy everything with a credit card, because the <laughs> credit card company going to get their money back immediately. Yep. You'll, you'll see that shit come back in like three to five business days, and that's being like generous. Super generous. You pay with a debit card 60, 90 days, it's going to be all type of shit. You're going to have to jump through hoops and prove all type of different stuff. But the refunds are coming. Second of all, Nah, I ain't even going to go there, because that's, that's going <laughs> to get us <some> in trouble. <laughs> I know what I wanted to say, but that's going to get us in trouble, so I'm going to skip that part. All um, right. who, I mean, look, if you got paid to show up and didn't show up, you, you want some bullshit, period. Uh, Whether they paid your deposit or paid you in full, if you got paid to show up, and you didn't
0: what what are the best abilities availability and reliability
1: straight like that so you didn't exhibit either one of those like i wish we had snow on the on the cash right now to remind you motherfuckers about what a contract means <laughs> so if you if you're not gonna follow through i don't think you sh- that's that that's that gaslighting and virtue signaling and all these other different fucking you know terms we have to learn how to use nowadays like you did the chris jericho shit that easily 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 a conversation that could be had between you and whoever it needs to go to because it sounds like you just putting shit out in the air that people haven't gotten refunds yet so you didn't say anything about you not getting paid you just said you took weeks off Te-
0: weeks off from what <laughs> <laughs> oh man
1: two weeks nah okay okay keep it real me and you me and you dj we do a whole bunch of different shit
0: we outside so,
1: we outside so imagine someone says we want to bring you overseas we want y'all to tandem dj this tour cool we on we on We negotiate our price. The price we negotiate is obviously going to be something that encompasses how long we're going to be away from home. Yes. So it's not just the services. It's the the amount of effort that we have to put in to pull this off. We're going to be away from our families, away from our homes, spouses and children. So I need compensation not only for what I do when I'm with you, but to make sure that my house is able to run smoothly in my absence. (laughs) So once that once whatever that number we come up with plus tax and we submit that invoice and that's paid there's no more conversation about how long I got to be gone.
0: Kiss the kids, hug the wife, be out.
1: Straight like that. Here's some money for for right now. You
0: as soon as I get this next piece. Here. <laughs> Meanwhile, here go uh earn and paperboy. <laughs>
3: saying
1: like at what point like when did we do this
3: <laughs>
1: like why are we out here living like this why are we out here ch- nah I, no you're not f- no you can't you can't do that if you did it you trash for that weeks you took weeks off from what you took weeks off from something and didn't get compensated for it that's even dumber i'll never do that yeah i don't care what it is i'll never take weeks off from the shit i get paid for to do some shit i ain't getting
0: paid for or ain't getting paid enough for ever ever it actually literally saves you money to do nothing
1: facts you can just sit on your ass like you've been doing (laughs) or take the indie bookings around town like you've been doing the only reason you signed on for an overseas event is either for profile or because they met the quote number that you didn't think anybody else would.
3: <laughs>
0: well, fast forward, uh, Kaya Stevens, aka Awesome Kong, is back in uh, back in the news. Gang. Uh, now she's talking about her time in AEW, and we've heard, we've heard stories from. Big Swole from uh, what? What's what's the, the lady from Japan? Okado Shida. Shida. And we Shida, we we toss, we've heard that's a
1: toss back the last week with us uh, with trying to pronounce uh, Kazuchika Okada.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fact. Hikaru, Shida. Hikaru Shida. That's it. You, you can you can sign up for Google Translate with that one. That translation right there. G uh, one. Okay. She's talking her, like about her first year working in, in AEW. And apparently, I mean, she says that she never got a chance to have control. She's like, if I had control, give me 15 minutes of Kaya. 50, uh, Kaya's 15 minutes of fame. Go out there and steal the show from the boys. You, 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 Nyla Rose, go steal the show from the boys. And that's how she would handle it. But uh, she was also saying that she felt like she was unheard. Oh, Quote, I wasn't in control. All I could do was say, I have this, this idea of XYZ. I couldn't get in the room where the final decisions were made. Believe me, Kaya Stevens stalked that room. I would stay there after big meetings and pick up bottles of water and cups. Like, huh? Y'all need y'all, y'all need me to you need me to go? Okay. And I tried to get into that last meeting where decisions were made. Never had a chance to. That's just not going to happen. So I'm not going to push it. Now here's my thing about this. Are you really angry because you didn't get a seat at the table? When the, when the table was never set for you. Like, I can understand if you actually have good ideas and people come to you with the, with the premise and say, if you have a good idea, submit it, we'll take it under consideration. Nothing that anybody has said, look Big Swole, nothing that anybody has said before now says that that, that precedent was set prior to uh, her leaving or, or prior to her being signed to AEW. So why... I mean, I- I actually kind of disagree
1: with that because what they told you remember when Big Swole came out with her um, her her version of, of what was going on she, she said basically you needed to come up with your own shit like there was, there was a lack of structure if you didn't close mouths didn't get fed so if you didn't bring up something you might not get shit cuz ain't nobody doing the thinking for you man So if you can't if you can't actually speak to somebody to put an idea in the rotation, it's like, well, I'm double fucked. Ain't nobody thinking about me and I can't I can't can't even reach out and grab my own life raft. So then you end up with the Nightmare Collective. (laughs) As well
0: as the Nightmare Family then there's that. Like like literally a split faction of the exact same faction. But does that
1: not seem like mismanagement? You take a wrestling star who's been, in a, that would be her third major promotion on television, so she's recognizable. Also a Netflix
0: series. I would about to say uh, fourth main, if you count Netflix. State.
1: That's why I was going to back though with Netflix because that goes into the acting vein. She is a main character on... How many seasons of Glow? Does Glow have? Three?
0: Uh, Two or three. Two.
1: Yeah, so it's not like a one-and-done thing. You've had at least two seasons. Like, she's a mainstay. Her face is as recognizable as anybody else on your television. Possibly more so because... Impact and slash TNA during their, their uptime. WWE for a short spell. AEW. Japan. Netflix, which is global. You know what i'm saying like how would you not take any type of suggestions from that person
0: yeah she, she's a battle-tested veteran of more than 10 years which to me is enough to be able to be able to submit ideas
1: like let, let's keep it a thousand she might have been the second most famous person next to chris jericho when aew first kicked off
3: damn Damn. Like
1: you, and that's me. Like I'm giving Jericho a little bit more credit than probably I should. She might have been the most famous at the time.
0: It was probably warranted, but you might be right because from a women's perspective, she definitely was the top. The top dog. Like she was. She should have been earmarked for a title, but she did the right thing by, you know, making making it making it look good for the younger people for the for the younger talent.
1: Fuck the right thing. What's the right, what's the right amount?
0: (laughs) What I wouldn't give to see Kaya Stevens versus Serena Deeb right now. Kaya Stevens
1: versus Nyla Rose. Cause they refuse to pull the trigger on what we all know. Boy. I don't under, I don't get it. I don't understand it. Maybe, maybe the idea hasn't been pitched or the person who had the idea couldn't get in the fucking room. You see what I mean by this shit? Like this and and let's be let's be honest. This is the third woman in the span of what, 18 months who's come forward about a disconnect between talent and the front office in terms of communication. And back to Kenny, you bastards. Kenny was in <laughs> charge of the women's division. So the person you would would have needed to speak to was Kenny so Kenny got his ears closed <laughs>
0: I mean maybe
1: so yeah we we have it we have issues in the communication between whoever's over the division and the participants in said division because if she is having financial issues and you know she's not really living her best life here over you know stateside, that's one thing. Big Swole says there's a lack of structure creatively, not enough uh, detail or attention to, to certain talents. You basically out here flapping in the wind and she said, you know what? I don't like this. I'm gonna I'm gonna try my hand elsewhere. All of a sudden, when she started to shed a little bit more light about what was going on, then Kano's, you know, showed his his petty side. God! God! Now you have this third individual the most tenured of them all she ain't really beefing about it but she's like hey this is what it was when i was there i couldn't get an idea out i couldn't get in the room to talk to the people that could potentially say yes or no to the ideas i had and she doesn't seem pressed in from what we're reading now we haven't heard any audio if there is any but she doesn't seem pressed about it and you know why because she's the most financially established of the three
0: Man, I mean, you've been in the game as long as you have. Unless you want to, well, I, I almost—I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do that. I had to say it three times. To check myself. I almost went somewhere that I shouldn't have gone. Um, but no, you're absolutely right. She's been in the game long enough to and, and put some money back, and then she's also got the Netflix. the boy had the deal on Netflix. Like, if she doesn't have paper, it's on her. She could easily be the breadwinner, but you know, for for her household, that's neither here nor there. She's financially stable with this industry, right, or has been. So, uh, like, you hate. This is one of those things that you hate to see that someone so, uh, so talented had to retire because the industry didn't dictate that she was needed, that she was a necessity. But good for her because she can go home and parent. Good for her because she can go home healthy because we never heard of her having gotcha. a, have, having a real injury outside of you know giving birth. And she she can speak her
1: truth and not worry about you know losing money behind it. We good already, right? So now now I can tell the truth and you can't tell me shit that's gonna bother me.
0: <laughs> Yo, uh, speaking of shit that ain't gonna bother me, we've uh, we've talked about this of uh, these guys ad nauseum. We feel that we're looking at the uh, one one of the greatest eras in tag team, if not the greatest era in tag team wrestling. And we've even seen round one of this one. But coming off the heels of AEW Dynamite, top guys issued a challenge. Challenge was answered. Listen to this. first of all. Here we go.
3: If y'all gonna mention our names on national television, at ten o'clock at night, can somebody please at least let me know? Man, come on, guys. I'm getting phone calls. Don't give us messages. a warning. I think I got chicken house alarms going off. Yo, I'm, it's July. I'm running down to the chicken house in my underwear. It's I- the middle of July. It was eighty degrees last night, man. We got to keep these lines open. We got farm out here. I didn't know what was going on, but hey, yeah, run hey. it back. Hey, run it back. Hey, but don't don't hey, hey don't get it twisted. We certainly appreciate it. Yeah. Y'all mentioning us. Yeah. yeah, so run it back, FTR, Briscoes too, hey, let's do that hey, let's shit. Let's do this, baby. Let's do that shit, it seems like people really enjoyed that last one, chick. and clean. Hey, I thought it was a pile of horse. I thought it was a pile of horse shit. Worst night of my professional career, hey, you but We're, we're going to run it back. Hey, but now what does FTR have in common with all the other tag teams out there? Tell me what they do. They got their best match ever from the Briscoes. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, you being uh, real with them, chick. I think you being real with them. And, and now let's break it down though, leading up to that match. Leading up to that match, we was busting our ass. We knew this baby was coming. Big Murphy's hair. That's the Lord, the baby's here. But we knew the baby was coming, so we knew we had to stack up in the spring. Hustling extra hard. All right, we was doing two, three shows a week. Doing but 30, what we had 40, to do. 50 matches, it, it, even before that match. Hey, we had to stack
0: up. We knew what we had to do. Four matches that very weekend. We had four matches that weekend. We wrestled FTR. That was three. Hold on, let me stop real quick. What is Chicken always doing on these videos? What are the chickens always no, doing? No, no. What is Chicken uh, Mark Briscoe? What is he always doing in these videos?
1: Drinking, uh, or and drinking or, chocolate milk. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he had straw. He's drinking Nesquik, cause he drinking quick, because he had strawberry milk before.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's on some Nesquik. He got he got his bunnies up.
3: Before, <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. He, uh, he, he, class, he is a dairy was factory. A little,
3: little tired, maybe. We ain't making no excuses. Hey, they got it. Hey, they, they, got, it. they got it. Hey, but now look at y'all. <laughs> Now, y'all boys on a hell of a run, I get a hell of a run, but hey, look like y'all boys might be getting ready to run out of game. See, the difference between then and now is, hey, I'm feeling, daisy, I'm feeling like a daisy, baby. We fresh as daisies, eh? We fresh as daisies, FTR, this run that y'all's on is getting ready to hit a brick wall. Woo. We kickstarted y'all boys, y'all ran a whole circle, and now y'all about to hit a damn brick wall. Y'all about to find out. Lowell Massachusetts, Briscoe's FTR 2, Let's do this shit and shine them belts up, boys. So we make it 13 times. Them boys back in the house. Chick, cut that shit off.
0: <laughs> God, they make it hard to not be like. <laughs> Look, if you if you if you're trying to sell me a show,
1: and you start off by selling me FTR Briscoes too you've made a major step in in piquing my interest to purchase
0: this event. It's downhill from there but how far and how fast downhill depends on the weight of the person on the ride. (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: all I'm saying. Oh man. So I mean we gonna see we gonna see.
0: However
1: if the rest of the card is strong
0: yeah, we will see. So we'll talk about ROH Death Before Dishonor uh, on next week's show we in detail. We got we got time to let the let the car build up. I just hate the fact that this this pay per view is in about two and a half weeks, and uh, actually I'm, well two weeks now, and we 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 have two matches. The uh, this title match for FTR versus the Briscoes or Top Guys versus them boys, if you prefer. And then Jay Lethal versus right. Samoa Joe for the uh, ROH TV title. So that's all we have right pretty,
1: now. It's a good, it's a good, it's a good start. It's a
0: nice start, bro. <laughs> the, the,
1: the rest of the undercard is what's going, cause you know you're gonna get a Jonathan Gresham match. So the rest of the who, card who's also
0: has who, to, he's gonna be on an attack match with Lee Moriarty tonight versus uh, Tully Blanchard's Enterprises own Gates of Agony. Shouts uh-huh. out to Khan. You know what I'm saying? God! <laughs> and speaking to Khan, rest in peace to James Khan.
1: So I mean, we we gotta figure out how that's gonna work. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not mad at what's going on for that right now. That sounds that sounds like a good idea. So we do have we do have an answer about something we asked before. Okay, we we're like with with the formation of Ring of Honor. Since Ring of Honor doesn't have television, would the higher ups with you know the whole Merger Would they be upset if Conos did business with the Briscoes in a separate venue? Or is it just you're doing business with us? Let me quote Lauren Hill. We don't want them on
0: TV. Let me quote Lauren okay. Hill when I tell you. I add a motherfucker so you ignorant hear me. What do I mean by that? MJF mm-hmm. dropped the biggest F bomb ever on live national television. Internationally, it wasn't even edited on the on the on the live showing, and, and disappears, gets scrubbed. But we made a whole damn near a whole episode about the Briscoes and the reason why they weren't on AEW television, and reasons why they possibly wouldn't be and and possibly could not ever be on AEW television. But leave it to MJF to say fuck on TV. And make the briscoes not look nearly as bad for the shit they did oh 12 13 years ago
1: oh no they still look bad for it because they're not <laughs> this isn't happening they're not doing anything on tnt you just like you can say it looks bad eh nah not in comparison you you know why you know exactly yeah,
0: why. yeah i do
1: beyonce got a song called who run the world
0: do you think do you think we get them on aew television prior to death before dishonor
1: i don't know i i have no idea i can't call that one at all if you do then you might as well sign him. mark
0: and jay we still want you on the show
1: right yeah, like you going to have to stop the per diem shit? Like it ain't gonna be just spot pay. Nah. If they, if they if they show up on on any if they show up on a Turner network,
0: they are all elite. Yeah.
2: Period.
1: <laughs> period. <laughs> there has been a contract signed. Cause you nah nah. So you're you, gonna have to sign them. You're not you're, gonna you're, have to. you're
0: not gonna send them back to to uh, to Nashville to go win these belts from the uh, from the Good Brothers again, are you? I think you've done all you can do, and that was more of a homecoming because oh, I didn't know they were twins until I saw some like our early match. They were in Impact back when they were like 18 years old or TNA, and that they were there's twins. A- I didn't even realize it.
1: Fam, there, there's only two places to go from here, or well, three: up Stanford, or out, <laughs> Stanford, Jacksonville, or everywhere else. <laughs>
0: Which which they've already done.
1: Traveling traveling vacuum salesman. We here to suck up all the money. <laughs> Straight <laughs> like that. So it's one of those. It's one of those three. And at some point, they're just gonna be like, you know what? Chicken farming ain't so bad.
0: <laughs> Running through this money in the bank card real quick. Liv Morgan became your women's Money in the Bank uh, contract winner. And then later that on, that was shocking. Later on, <laughs> after Ronda Rousey defeated uh, 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 Natalya by submission, apparently she was a little injured in her knee. Liv Morgan comes out with the cash in, and the most unassuming cash in ever. I really thought she was about to lose, but you're a winner, and SmackDown Women's Champion, and, and to very uh, high praise, Liv Morgan.
1: The the crowd likes who they like, and they really like Liv Morgan. Um, her coworkers speak glowingly of her.
0: The industry uh, as 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 a whole speaks glowingly of her. Every uh, damn near everybody from every organization that's active on social media gave her a, a, a live congratulations via Twitter. Facts.
1: So it's she's likable on camera, off camera hopefully they give her booking and stories that make this title run somewhat memorable Special, you need something positive to happen with women to wipe away the fact that you don't have women's tag team champions anymore
0: oh and speaking of them speaking of them they have been removed from the wwe roster that is natalia i'm oh, sorry uh, sasha banks and naomi
1: until i see something that says All (laughs) elite. no 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 just just I see an official release I need something official
0: I don't think you're gonna see anything from WWE that says that that's an official that's official simply because it it puts a light on things that they don't want to advertise
1: but okay look at look at it like this then you don't want to put the light on it as far as you know they've been released but you go through the legal part of them being released and they just decide you know what we finna play the game backwards. We're not going to... We, we meaning Naomi and Sasha, we're not going to say shit about being released. We're just going to show up on Dynamite on day 91.
0: <laughs> and that could very I, well be the case.
1: You got to play the long... You got to play the long game, you bastards. <laughs> like the Goldberg shit. You took the Fast 40 and now what? Now your product looks like Fast and Furious 40. Oh, man, there's no more car tricks you can do. There are no there is no more smoke and mirrors. There's no more nitrous oxide that you can pump into an old school or a new school to make it do anything that we haven't seen. But we are on the 40th 40th. fucking movie. (laughs) You took the fast 40 and didn't play the long game. So now with this, it would be better if you got in front of it. You tried to leak the story to take some of the attention off McMahon. Like everything that we know, time, especially in this this social climate that we're in, you got two weeks to be in the news cycle. If you can survive those two weeks, everything starts to go away—good, bad, and different. Mm. Ain't nobody talking about McMahon no more,
0: man. That, how fast that go away? You you feel me? That man stepped down as CEO. A, what? A week and a half ago? Not two It was it was two weeks ago.
1: Okay, two weeks ago. Prove my point. Two weeks ago was the biggest thing you could talk about. Now, that's yeah, you know, another day at the office. <laughs> two weeks.
0: Amazing. Joy,
1: joy comes in the morning is a month like. Bruh, you bastards! You mean to tell me you are gonna crucify me? But if I can survive for two weeks,
2: <laughs>
0: I'm back outside. And actually, looking at the roster right now, uh, Sasha and then we are both still on there. So
1: till they off the website with, with future endeavors, we can't say shit.
0: Yeah, even though the title says it's vacant and been held for 47 days, like just just get rid of the title. Matter of fact, get rid of them and the titles if you want to prove me uh, right over here. Uh, other notables, Bobby Lashley defeated uh, Theory for the U.S. title. Theory t- gets, becomes the eighth person into the Money in the Bank men's match, and he becomes the Money in the Bank contract holder. Uh, everybody else retains. The Usos retaining the shadiest damn victory over the uh, Street Profits. That was just, I don't know what the fuck that was. Ref- a set. It's a setup?
1: That's a setup for SummerSlam. That's all.
0: Uh, Bianca Belair defe- defeated uh, Carmella. And uh, a- after the uh, the show went off the air, Pat McAfee, who's known for calling Baron Corbin bum ass Corbin, gets uh, gets active on uh, Pat McAfee and gives him the deep six <laughs> on the floor and accepts a match for SummerSlam. What the crazy part is, immediately after this happened, social media goes nuts and posts a picture of uh, of Tom Peacock and Pat McAfee from the 2000, I believe it was 2009. Coach roster indianapolis Coach uh-huh. roster and yep. uh <laughs> and they had the hashtag long-term storytell- long <laughs> storytelling behind the picture
1: that that's one of those terms <laughs> that like if you're not paying attention to the joke the term long-term storytelling will start to annoy the fuck out of you because that's the excuse that gets used every time some shit don't pan out wait wait for it just just wait to see what they do. It's long-term, long-term term storytelling. storytelling. Like, no, it's <laughs> fucking terrible.
0: It's your bitch ass.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's terrible long-term storytelling. Stop wasting my fucking time.
0: Yeah. But
1: th- this is actually pretty funny. Like, that, that joke there, that's pretty funny. Here's the crazy thing, though. As of right now, you have just as many matches booked for SummerSlam that involve... Participants from a different world and not the show with Dwayne Wayne.
0: <laughs> from where you come from?
1: Yeah, different world from where you come from. Pat McAfee, NFL, podcasting lore, all around fuck you. Fuck money. you, buddy.
2: Money.
1: Uh, yeah, all around <laughs> fuck you.
0: Hey, shout out, out to his new contract, too.
1: Price just price, price just went up. New multi year deal to sit at the table and get turned up.
0: And I don't know if you saw the uh, the tweet by Michael Cole or not, but Michael Cole has given uh, Pat McAfee the highest of praise. Says that uh, Pat McAfee makes him want to come to work, made him fall back in love with wrestling all over again, and be a fan. That, that's that, super cool. That not like only that, is that cool, but people are are making videos of just Michael Cole's reactions to shit. That shit is right. hilarious.
1: Like him, him like basically being invested in the product. Even when the product is shitty, at least give me the energy that says you're excited about it and not just going through the motions. Pat McAfee is responsible for that, and the energy is infectious to the point that Michael Cole has adopted some of those same traits. Michael
0: Cole and Taz. Michael Cole, Pat McAfee. Jerry the King, Lawler, Jim Ross. Jim Ross, uh, Jim Cornette. Jim Ross, Paul Heyman. like These are combos that make you watch wrestling. I can't tell you what's happening on Monday Night Raw because I'm really sick of Graves and, uh, and Saxton.
1: And boy, have they turned Graves into a sister wife or what? <laughs> Man, like, bruh, like, uh, keep it real. Not that long ago, we had Corey Graves marked as, like, modern Bobby Heenan. He he was on his way. On commentary. Then he got in his way. <laughs> he's stuck making jokes about Byron Saxton every week.
0: And suck, And sucking up to his wife every time she walks out.
1: Look, that's one thing, I mean, if you're going to go public with it, get the money. But it's like they completely declawed him, pulled the fangs, and devenomized the snake. Shout out to Jack Tunney.
0: <laughs> Jack
3: Tunney.
1: We were told that the snake had been devenomized by the lab. <laughs> what lab?
0: The same lab that has a DNA test for, uh, for Vince McMahon's uh, illegitimate children.
1: Yeah, shout out to Ken Anderson.
3: <laughs>
0: Kennedy! Uh,
3: <laughs> Kennedy.
0: Yo, so you said Pat McAfee is from football, and we're talking about some of the SummerSlam matches that are booked so far. What else?
1: Then You got his opponent, NFL, even though he's gone through the developmental system. Okay. Um, you'd be, you kind of, Lesnar's a homegrown WWE talent, but yep. he spent as much time as a UFC fighter as he has as a wrestler
0: factual factuals. which which is one reason why he's still able to go to the level that he is at 45 years old after having a large portion of of an organ removed
1: and people forget that like he's such a dominant beast of a human being that you forget he's missing half of his insides
0: hey but wrestling four matches a year versus 104 matches a year would do that for you
1: (laughs) and ladies and gentlemen that's how you play the game smarter not
0: not harder. harder and then also um, Jake Paul Bobby Lashley who same uh, actually he didn't spend as much time away from the E in, 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 the, in MMA as uh, Lesnar
1: nah he got he got way more service hours in wrestling
0: but Bobby Lashley has more MMA fights than Brock Lesnar and then there's that so th- yeah every match has representation so far from an outside I mean, world let me give you a fourth one with the newly signed uh Logan Paul I would dare say Logan Paul versus the Miz is going to be on this card too especially since it's going no, to be in arena. That's
1: 100 that's 100%. So That's that's a, that's locked and loaded. That's one I was already counting.
0: That's two more people from the outside world.
1: So at this point almost half your card. We, we so far we're four matches deep and we're 4 for 4. And it's summer slam season, so you know it's gonna be more people come out the woodworks. Are we gonna get Cardi B back out the outside the house now?
0: I mean she's are we gonna Meg, so Can, we, hot
1: can hot we get hot. Meg the Stallion back in It's
0: definitely hot girl summer, so you know, make it happen.
1: or, or because it's hot girl summer and, and all the shit that's going on with the front office, we just not gonna we're not gonna go full hot girl summer this summer. They might be trying to do city boys. I'm about to say they can do Bad Bunny <laughs> if the City Boys active you see what i'm saying like they're never above bringing bad bunny back and he loves being there so you you have that option
0: it's um, nothing for him to go through the archive say let me see what song i got let me see use this I one got, i
1: got i got some new shit dropping
0: <laughs> use this use this one
1: because look if trips back in the building you know him and trips is swapping text messages <laughs> this
0: is a fact
1: hey no no cap if if look stephanie's in power for the time being trips is back on the set. So, I mean, they might run a couple plays where, hey, Bad Bunny is back in play. Um, Tyson Fury, probably. Um, shit, who else? Because they had they actually had Tyson Fury supposedly lined up to do something with Drew. I just don't know when. Now, this will be a good segue into Clash at the Castle if he beats Tyson Fury on pay-per-view. Because I, I don't see... I don't see what... Benefit you get from sacrificing Drew McEnco- McIntyre, the same way you did Braun Strowman, even if it was a countdown in Saudi.
0: Yeah, uh,
1: that's another time you fuck, probably fucked off some money, but not not forty million at all. Tyson Fury is worth way more. It wasn't wasn't the cardio yeah. K match over in Saudi too? Yeah.
2: <laughs> the
1: entrances took longer than the match. That, remember, that's why I said, like, his Cardio Kane's, <laughs> Cardio Kane's uh, WWE career is not as long as AJ versus Cena at the Royal Rumble.
0: <laughs> like,. Combined screen time. Yeah, the, the, the totality of screen time. <laughs> dead at I, I, I hot 15
1: minutes of fame like a motherfucker. We oh, might be able man. to narrow it down that far. Because the matches like.
0: If you talk about that night and then also SummerSlam, not SummerSlam, uh, SmackDown when he debuted.
1: <laughs> and a, and a, a couple of appearances on Raw backstage. Oh, man. Like, he probably has about 15 to 20 minutes of screen time in WWE. And this is a man who was wrestling in Mexico under a mask, like doing planchas and shit.
0: Like, like we handspring. Didn't, e- like we didn't know who he was.
1: Facts. <laughs> like this, this dude's a UFC heavyweight doing lucha shit, and you found a way to fuck that up. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm telling you what happened. They found out what you told me, and that shit. Was a domino effect, so it became oh we might have something to let's just give Brock his win back and be done. Uh,
0: it, it's sad because uh, I, I, I I'm not know if I say something it's going to start to no can't do it can't do it. Uh, we getting active next week. It's uh it, it's hot as hell. So we we gonna be talking about SummerSlam. We are gonna be talking about Ring of Honor. Uh, there's always more shit. We got to come back around. We got is we got. We got we owe y'all. We haven't we haven't done a tournament for y'all in a while. We got one coming. So y'all just, just, hold, just hold your horses. Sit tight. The show at brokenpistolbc.com, brokenpistolbc at gmail.com. That's at broken on all things social. So that's at brokenpistolbc on
3: what? Everything.
0: Everything. 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 Uh broken pencil logic with the shit. You can't write this. Price just went up, mark my words, and fuck the casual fan. Those are your hashtags. Johnny, thank you for playing. Tell them what they've won.
1: Pencil pushes.
0: <laughs> Heads up. Yeah, shit. Pencils down. That even I was expecting that. Well shit, we're done.
1: <laughs> now nah, we we got some more shit, and that's it. That's it. Fuck it. Well shit, that's what you won. Enjoy enjoy the lightning round.
0: Oh, shit.